Come all you weary, come all you thirsty, come to the well that never runs dry. Drink of the water, come and thirst no more. Come all you sinners, come find his mercy, come to the table he will satisfy. Taste of his goodness, find what you're looking for. For God so loved the world that he gave us, his one and only Son to save us. Whoever believes in him will live forever. Bring all your failures, bring your addictions, come live down at the foot of the cross Jesus is waiting there with open arms see his open arms for God so loved the world that he gave us his one and only son to save us whoever believes in him will live forever for the power of hell Forever defeated, now it is well. I'm walking in freedom, for God so loved, God so loved the world. Praise God, praise God, from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, praise Him, the wonders of Praise God, praise God, from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, praise Him, for the wonders of His love. For God so loved the world that He gave us, His one and only Son to save us. Bring up that sermon. Come lay it down at the foot of the cross. Jesus is waiting. God so loved the world. <laughs> amen and amen. I knew how it ended. I just wasn't sure what you were doing, man. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Bueller MV. So glad you're here. Before you sit down, why don't you greet somebody and say, good morning. Beautiful day in December, isn't it? Uh, December, January. Or go ahead and have a seat. 
Again, good morning. Welcome to Bueller MB. My name's Kurt. This is Dustin. Dustin's back. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, look, before we go any farther, before we go any farther, I just want to say it's hard for me, but congratulations to Chiefs Nation. And look, Curtis is the only, I know, I know there are pretty big Chiefs fans in this room right now. And I want to release you to where you're, if they win today on Super Bowl Sunday, you must dress like Curtis. <laughs> Maybe even you, brother. All right. And you too. No, so. no. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. Look, you know what? <laughs> You know, are we really talking about this? Yes, we are. <laughs> no, uh, serious. Uh, it's church family. We're a pretty casual congregation, and I want you to feel good about stuff like this. So you have the pastor's permission. You may need it from some other place, I realize, but you have the pastor's permission to wear your colors if the Chiefs win today, which is likely. <laughs> So, okay. Anyway, good morning. Uh, we're so glad you're here, and it's so fun to share stuff like that. And uh, uh, we usually talk about some, some community stuff going on in our area as well. It's a little bit of a lull. You know what? The community news is still the bitter, not bittersweet, what do I want to say? Mixed bag. Mentioned Dustin's back. Uh, their household's still kind of recovering, and a lot of us are. So we know there's still stuff like that going around with... Uh, the pandemic and all that. So we just want to keep praying for that and keeping that in front of us. But otherwise, uh, we do, we are, remember, we're starting to change, I don't know if we're changing our culture or just adding to it, but as we gather here on Sundays, uh, here's the mission and vision. And you're getting used to what it is. And again, everybody look at it. Just remind yourself, well, you know it so well. Well, good. Um, we want to transform our communities through Christ. We want to make disciples uh, love God, love others, of course. So I'm wondering if anybody has anything they'd like to share, where they've seen God work, how they've seen this in action. Uh, there's no wrong answer. I've appreciated everybody who has shared as we get into this more. Um, and so I'm just wondering if anybody wants to talk this morning and talk about anything going on in their world. It's okay. Some silence is okay. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Um, I'm Shelly Schrader. What did I do? There we go. Try that. I'm Shelly Schrader. I think people know. Um, I was gone a few weeks ago because... Uh... Okay, wait. What did I do, Daniel? Did I break it? Hello. That's not mine. Not for me. Hello, hello, hello. How funny. I've got green. Hello, 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 hello. Hello? Are we hearing that? me? How cool. Uh, 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 no, we're not. Hi. Hi. We're all professionals here. Um, okay. Sorry about that. See, this is all part of the growing pains. We'll get it. We even fussed with this. I bet I broke it. It says green, though. Let's try that one. How about this one? How about this one? <laughs> it probably is. Yellow on. Let's try that. Hello? All right. Hey. Um, I'm Shelly Schrader. A few weeks ago I was gone because um, 
an important woman in my life passed away. She was, her name was Rebecca, and she was my other mother growing up. Um, but I did want to share part of her story. When Before I was born, she had a real heart because some kids in her Sunday school were deaf and couldn't understand her stories. So she learned sign language and became a deaf interpreter and then spent her life interpreting not only in churches and at conferences, but also in schools for the deaf because her heart was, I want everyone to be able to hear about Jesus. So I just wanted to share that with everyone. If there's something that's a passion for you, you can make a difference. Absolutely. What a great story. And we're so sorry for your loss, but thank you for sharing, Shelley. Awesome. I take another today. I'd just like to give another shout out to Jam on Wednesday nights. Um, some really good things are happening with uh, a family that I'm kind of walking with, but how God has brought other people into this puzzle or this thread or this connection is amazing. And God is doing a work in this young woman who hasn't been in church for I don't know when. Um, and there are issues, but anyway, she started volunteering with um, one of the little groups. And it's amazing to me. And how God has put a couple of people in her life that um, she said they're just my favorite people. I'm like, okay, thank you, God. <laughs> he just does amazing, wonderful things. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for sharing that, Judy. And, uh, I, uh, uh, you know, she, she's not asking for this, but it, I, I kind of know the journey we're talking about. But J Judy's living that out, you guys. And uh, what it means to, uh, you know, impact somebody else's life by your life. And even to hear Shelly's story about this woman, absolutely. So that's what we want to be about. And that's what this time little segment is about for us to encourage each other and say, man, Maybe I could do that. Maybe I could, I do have a passion for something. Maybe I could help out with the program, whatever that looks like, okay? So thank you for sharing. We're going to keep doing this. It'll keep morphing into whatever it'll be. And uh, uh, we appreciate you guys uh, so much as our church family. So, all right, Dustin, tell us what's going on. Yeah, so just a couple of announcements of uh, the things we have going on. It's going to be a pretty normal Wednesday, uh, just like we just mentioned. There'll be jam, there'll be meals, uh, youth group, prayer gathering, all, the, all those good things. So um, if there's ways you want to plug in, I think those are great things to do. Yep. And anything else in the bulletin, you can just sort of check out. Uh, we're, you know, we're kind of in the winter uh, grinding it out here. Uh, the flowers today, we had a, a very nice service for Vice Schultz yesterday, funeral service yesterday. Thank you all that were here to attend that. And uh, I'm going to look real quick. Um, is Carol Red in the building today? I think she had a birthday, and I think she's 85. So uh, congratulations to Carol Red. Maybe she's not here today. Uh, and I don't know anything specific about some of the people we've been praying for. Um, so I'll just remind you, Jeanette, Terry's on. I think things are going to come to a, a, a transition here soon enough. If somebody knows more than me, you can talk to them after church. Uh, Phyllis, doing okay? <laughs> okay, painful, but uh, on the way. And then Van continues in her uh, uh, journey with cancer and chemo. 
And if there are other things by the end of the service, I'd love for you to fill out a card and drop that into the bucket on the way out. But otherwise, we're so glad to be able to gather for worship. And so I want to invite you to stand. Dustin's going to pray, and we're going to head into a time of worship. So let's stand. Let's pray. Uh, Dear Lord, we just thank you for this morning. Uh, We thank you for the opportunity that we have to gather here or even gather online for those that are watching online, and we can gather to worship you. So we're so thankful for that and the ability to do that this morning. Uh, We just pray that we can open our hearts uh, to what you have for us. Uh, May you help us throw aside any distractions we have, and may uh, you just speak uh, through what you do, through what we do here this morning. And we pray all this in your name. Amen. I sing the mighty power of God that made the mountains rise, that spreads the flowing seas abroad and fills the lofty skies. I sing the wisdom that ordained the sun to There's power in the blood 
power in the blood would you or evil a victory win there's wonderful power in the blood there is power power one who work in power in the blood of the lamb there is power power one who work in power in the precious blood of the lamb would you be free would you be free from passion and pride there's power in the blood power in the blood come for a cleansing to calvary's tide there's wonderful power in the blood there is power power one who work in power in the blood of the lamb there is power power one who work in power in the precious blood of the lamb would you do service for jesus your king there's power in the blood power in the blood would you live daily his praises to sing there's wonderful power in the blood there is power Heavenly Father, your blood, Jesus' blood, the blood that was shed on the cross. Worthy is he. Worthy is the lamb. He is worthy of all our praise. Worthy is the lamb.
color flashes of lightning rolls of thunder blessing and honor strength and glory and power be to you the only wise king I surrender all. 
as we worship today and um, I just want to try to linger here for a moment so think about what we've sung how powerful the blood of Jesus is you know uh, how worthy he is and, and what a response to say when we come into worship that part of our response has to be that we want to surrender all and do what he wants so just take a breath let this worship moment linger a little bit longer as we just take a few moments of quiet. God, we come before you really uh, needy people and people that uh, don't always get it, but we're so grateful to gather in a place like this to worship and to hear the message and to know that Jesus paid it all, that it is his blood that is powerful. And God, we want to be people that respond with our lives surrendered to you. Now, what I'd like to suggest this morning in a few more moments here is just uh, a chance for us to uh, uh, unify our hearts, our minds in prayer today. We haven't done this for a little, and it seemed appropriate today. There's all sorts of things going on around us, as we've made allusion to. So uh, as we take some time, I want to encourage you silently to pray for a few things as I bring them up. So first of all, again, just to thank God for who he is, for everything Jesus has done, for the gift of his Holy Spirit, for all of that. Just, again, let that worship moment linger just for another moment. And then this morning, I'm going to ask you to bring before him as we're gathered here as a spiritual community as a as a church family uh, again silently but bring before him something that's keeping you from worshiping freely today from that's that's keeping you from not being distracted what's on your mind that you need to let go today then as we have made allusion to we want to pray for both our spiritual community and our community we've mentioned several people in our midst who could use a physical touch bring them before the Lord at this time 
ask him to grant healing and restoration. Uh, include others that you know about. Maybe there are some people in our community or in your world that need a physical touch, that need a relational healing, that need an emotional or mental touch from God as well. Bring those before him now and we have these moments together. Take just another moment to bring up anything else that comes to mind and let's remind ourselves that we are instructed to pray for uh, leadership in our government, in our world, even locally. I had the uh, privilege to pray for a commission meeting this week and uh, a reminder of the civic uh, leaders and authorities in our midst. Let's pray for them, pray for our world. There are situations across the seas that are tense and full of conflict let's bring those before god and ask him to work mightily that he might bring his peace in every which way and finally uh this morning Bueller MB, I ask you to pray that you would pray to God to help us be the church that he wants us to be. Pray for Dustin and I as pastors. Pray for the elders. Pray for all the leadership programs and ministries here. God, uh, uh, people, I just pray that you would ask God to help us be the church that he wants us to be. And so, Father, this morning we come before you uh, grateful for your mercy, for your grace, for the blood of Jesus. We're thankful that we have new life in him. And God, we're thankful that you are the God who knows before we ask, who hears every prayer. And so we lift these prayers before you with confidence and expectations that you will work and move. God, more than ever, we pray that you would continue to heal our land we've been praying for this for a while now and we won't question your timing your purposes but we god will we will continue to ask you to heal our land so we pray for that god i pray that you would also heal our world from conflict and strife what a huge huge request but you're a pretty big god so i pray that you would show yourself evident in amazing ways god i pray that you'll be with our church people who are struggling with health issues who are struggling with other conflicts or issues in their lives and god again i lift up the prayer that we would be the church that you want us to be as we look to the future so we're grateful to be here today we're grateful for all that you're doing and all that you will do and god we ask you to be with us as we're here in this room and we ask your blessings in all things and we pray in the name of jesus and all god's people said amen go ahead and have a seat you know i hope we do pray with expectation oh i guess kurt needed to fill some time in the service today so not really 
I expect that God was here and that he's listening and that he will move and act in his wisdom and in his fashion, right? Yeah. Want to be a praying church? You want to know what it means to really lean on God? Ah, good stuff. Hey, we, uh, we started a series last week on Acts. And uh, again, I'm so excited about it. And um, uh, remember, I've agreed since I'm breaking my own little rule for how long this thing could go. <laughs> and it's going to go for a while because there's so much to get out of it. Uh, but uh, we'll dip in and out. Some other things we'll have. Even next week, I'm going to talk about this at the end of the service. We have something special, actually, so we're going to go off, off schedule already next week already. But I'll get to that at the end. Uh, so, the book of Acts. Just a couple of reminders from last week when we did the introduction. Uh, a guy named Luke wrote it. It is really, 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 really crucial that we understand that it is the second part of a two-part unified work. So Luke's gospel, fittingly called Luke, uh, if... Uh, contemporary is not even right when when the bible sometimes we say the canon that is our bible when it was developed uh the gospels are all sort of mixed up it would have made more sense for luke to flow right into acts but it's okay i'm just telling you but it's really important for us to remember that it's a unified work and the the gospel of luke starts from obviously we just not that long ago celebrated uh, main, I'm, look, there's no manger there, but I was looking like there should be one. Um, uh, we celebrated um, Bethlehem birth of the Savior and all, you know, so that's where the gospel starts. It ends uh, uh, pretty much right after the resurrection. These few days, we're going to get to this in a minute. It ends with his ascent, Jesus' ascension into heaven, and that's where Acts starts out, and that's what we're going to see today. So you see sort of the uh, chapters, you know, where the big chapters are in this two thing. But really, don't forget one work because um, as we're going to see today uh, how central Jesus is to the whole work. And it starts in the gospel and it goes on through Acts. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I get excited about during the week, I get excited about things I'm reading and, and looking at and feeling like this is great stuff. And I don't, I don't know how my approach will be every time we do this together. So what we're going to do today, if you, have your, if you have your device or a Bible, uh, you can open up the, the book of Acts. We're going to look at the first 14 ch- uh, verses. And I'm going to read them. And we're going to go from there. And we're going to see what we can glean. Remember, any time... We do studies like this. Uh, it's not. It would never be a bad exercise to do the intellectual thing and get little tidbits and facts and whatever. But we are trying to ask, what does this mean? You know, so what? What does this mean for Kurt? What does this mean for Kurt's family? What does this mean for Kurt's church? What does it mean for us? So, uh, candidly, even if I don't get to something that you like crystal clear but you haven't that's the spirit working to say oh man he didn't say this but this is what i'm getting that's great so keep uh you know keep open to that what does this have to do with me in 2022 in bueller kansas so here we go jumping in and we're gonna again uh start right at the beginning of the book of acts so uh here's how it starts and again, you'll see some reminders from last week in these first couple of verses. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach 
until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. Just a reminder for those of you that want to remember, Theophilus means loved of God. Uh, I would have said 30 years ago in seminary that I, I felt to me like maybe that was a, a symbolic thing and he was just addressing you know, the church that he was addressing, loved of God, but there's more and more indications, and I can concede this, again, to guys smarter than me, it clearly must have been an individual, and it was probably someone like a patron that uh, was helping Luke spread the news and the, everything he wanted to talk about in these works of the gospel and acts, that, uh, so it was probably a person who helped spread. Um, uh, all that Jesus began to do and teach. That's why it's so important that we understand. So uh, Luke is uh, um, making clear that it was about Jesus' birth, life, earthly ministry, and then the incredibly important stuff of his uh, suffering and, and res uh, you know, his crucifixion, resurrection, and, and how important that was, that that was the beginning. But for him to say this here now in this part of the work is to say all of this is continuing. Even though as we're going to see here in just a moment, and he alludes to it, uh, Jesus is gone physically. So it's like, well, how can this still be about Jesus? And that's the part you want to keep asking yourself. Uh, the gospel was all about Jesus, guess what? So is Acts, even though he's not here physically anymore. And Luke seems to want to get that across. I talked about the beginnings. I'm going to talk about the continuings on, even though Jesus is changing his status. Um, up to heaven, uh, we're going to get to this in a little bit in a different verse, but just the idea that there was this ascension. It's going to be important for us. To, I'm going to say this here. I'll probably say it again. It is important for us to understand about ascension, that there was this, not just the, the you know, okay, we have the Savior who died for our sins, but the, the visual or the symbolic, not symbolic, literal, but the symbol of ascending, that he is now reigning in heaven at God's right hand. Because you might wonder, well, why, what's the, we'll get to this more in a minute as well, because he talks about the ascension again, but get that part too. So it was in the gospel, suffering servant, suffering Messiah, suffering Savior, now exalted, uh, uh, you know, Lord of the universe sort of stuff. And that's alluded to when he talks about the ascension. Uh, during this time, we're going to see it's important for us to catch that uh, he, there, there's a factor in this that was important for Luke to talk about. You know, he appeared to them over a period of 40 days, many convincing proofs that he was alive. So it's really significant for us to remember that during this time, from the resurrection to this 40 days of appearing, that there was also, uh, seems to be a methodical approach to say, look, we need to make sure everybody understands that this is Jesus and he really was alive. So he appeared to, uh, not, you know, his core people, but a lot of people is sort of alluded to in all this, right? And so then if somebody asks, well, I saw it, you know, I, he, he's alive and it's him. And we remember, you know, in parts of the gospel accounts, there was some question, a guy like Thomas wasn't sure, and he's like, well, look, dude, it's me, touch me, feel my scars. And so at the beginning of Acts, part of Luke's point is to say, and make it, let's be very clear, Jesus rose from the dead. 
He really did. And this is his way of saying, look, I've looked into this. I've researched this. I've, I've, lived, you know, I've talked to a lot of people, and I've lived, lived it partially myself. And, and, and so uh, don't forget about that. Uh, it's interesting that he, uh, the last line there, spoke about the kingdom of God. That's also consistent with Jesus' message, right? We know that he came, and he said, hey, the kingdom of God is near, or the kingdom of God is here even, right? With my arrival, the kingdom of God is here. And so even in these 40 days, he didn't miss an opportunity to to say, yeah, don't forget, it's all about the kingdom. Uh, it's all about me because I'm the king, but it's all about the kingdom. Okay, so uh, again, real quick flybys here before we, anyway. So then it goes on. On one occasion, Luke says, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Don't leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Okay, that's one screen, so let's go back. Uh, it's interesting, that, as I understand it, on one occasion while he was eating with them, it, it was a pretty intimate thing. Again, I think mostly for Jesus to show that it's really him, and it wasn't some magical ghost or something or some uh, illusion. It was him. He was eating. It, he was talking, and they're hanging out, you know? They're, they're, it, it, so while he was here, and then... Uh, so just again remember that the evidence the strong evidence that it really was him he really was alive and he hung out with us yes you know uh, then he, he he did want to make something clear okay this is going to be important <laughs> don't leave Jerusalem stay 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 <laughs> kind of thing right and so he tells them and, and here's why uh, I've got this incredible gift that's coming and I've, I've talked about it. You guys are a little slow to get it, but it's coming. He's coming, actually, right? You know. So don't leave Jerusalem. Then he throws this in. Remember, John, John had his approach. His whole baptism was about, you know, uh, with water, and you were uh, confessing and repenting. It was great stuff. But we're, we're going we're gonna to ramp it up. We're going to level up here. I'm gonna, and God's sending, you know, a part of himself, Right? So, uh, uh, just keep that in mind as well. And then we have this little sort of left turn, in my opinion. It's a little bit of a, wait, what? And so the disciples are like, hey, uh, are you going to restore the kingdom at this time? There are a lot of, you know, that feels kind of random, random to me, but it was where their hearts were at. Hey, if he really is this king leader, that means we are finally going to kick Rome out right? It's, it has that illusion still. And I think, you know, uh, it, it, it seems random to me, but it was on their hearts. It was on their minds. Um, I, I have another name for you. I had, remember, does anybody remember my buddy, the commentator uh, that I'm going to use a lot? His name is Schnabel. Here's another guy, I. Howard Marshall. And I'm, I'm leaning on these guys a lot, a lot of good, really good work. Um, you know, it says, uh, he says, the disciples would appear here to, uh, uh, as representatives of Luke's readers, so again, Luke's writing this to get the word out, who had not yet realized that Jesus had transformed the Jewish hope of the kingdom of God by purging it of its nationalistic political elements. That is all to say, these guys are still thinking, Jesus, if everything's going like you say and the kingdom's coming, when are we going to get our, you know, our, our geographic our physical, you know, we're only going to get it back, get rid of these Roman usurpers and all, and, and Jesus, uh, so then we'll push on. Uh, again, I feel like that's a little random, but Jesus is really patient with them. 
And he's like, okay. <laughs> it's not for you to know times or the dates the father has set by his own authority. So he doesn't diss them totally and say, guys, that's not, that's not it. Because they're going to get that, as we're going to see in Acts, what it really means that the whole shift of the kingdom started in Israel as a physical kingdom. It is now moving at you know, great speed from a, a, to a spiritual kingdom, and it will include, remember, this is one of the big things about Acts, that it will include Gentiles, not just Jews. And again, for all of us, we go, whew, right? And so he says, okay, uh, look, you're right, there's a not yet part of my kingdom. This is all sort of built into this. You know, it's not, it, you, you, you don't worry about that stuff, just be faithful. Because here's the thing, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes out. This is the important thing, Jesus says. And you're going to see how my kingdom's going to play out. So you're all worried about getting rid of Rome and having, you know, your King David type guy back physically, you know, geographically. But it's not that. You're going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And then again, I can't stress this enough, and I'll try not to overkill on it, but this verse, but you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the earth. So that's marching orders. Jesus says, look, I know you're worried about this geographic thing, but here's what I want you to, I want you to be my witnesses all over the earth. And again, like I said last week, those, that verse is a map for Acts. And it's a map for us, our Jerusalem, our Judea, Judea and Samaria, and what does it mean for us to go to the ends of the earth? And then, you know, the scene shifts a little bit. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid, them, hid him from their sight. Now, uh, because we're much more sophisticated than those, you know, ancient <laughs> uh, 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 cultures and whatnot, we, we, you know, we go, well, heaven's not really up there, because we've sent guys pretty high up there, and we know that it's not there, <laughs> but think about it, and, and we would want to make this clear in any discussions or understandings we have of this, you know, even though heaven isn't like in space somewhere, and I don't, we could talk about dimensions or realities, but, uh, you know, boom, but this illustration, this was a symbol for them to see, you know, they would have thought for Jesus to kind of <laughs> Superman up, <laughs> you know, off he goes, that was what they needed to understand, that he was heading to that throne we were talking about. Now, again, for us, so much more sophisticated, you know, we know he, di he didn't go up past the moon and, and all the way past our galaxy. No, it, it was a symbolic thing in large ways, but he really did ascend. Does that make sense? So we could, we could talk about science and metaphysics altogether and all this, but it was a great illustration for the disciples because they got it. You know, oh, there he goes. Then we get to this, I, I love this, <laughs> they were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, <laughs> I'm trying really hard not to be mean to them, because it's like, you know, how long did they hang out there, you know, <laughs> and so suddenly God's like, hey, 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 you two, angels, get down there, shake them up, you know, so suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them, men of Galilee, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you've seen him go into heaven. Now, let's break that apart a little bit. So, <laughs> men of Galilee, I really do think, <laughs> you know, God had to say, hey, I can't send Jesus back. That was a great, you know, he dropped the mic. It was perfect. And they're standing there, and they've got to 
get on with it. So go down there and shake him up a little. Okay, sends a couple angels down, right? And they say a lot of the same kind of thing that the angels said to, to them at the tomb. Why do you seek the living among the dead? You know, I just love that tone. He's like, why do you stand here looking into the sky? It, you know, you're kind of missing it. And then, he, you know, very clearly, okay, look, this same Jesus who's, been, who's gone up to heaven will come back in the same way. Now, uh, you know uh, of my reluctance. That's not quite right. But uh, I don't want to start talking about eschatology, end time stuff today. I really don't. But that is an encouragement to say, hey, I know you're kind of wondering now, but he will come back. But in the meantime, the the illusion is, did you hear what he said? Stay in Jerusalem, wait for this incredible gift, and then you're going to be his witnesses. He's got a job for you to do. So don't get distracted standing here, and don't don't wait for, you know, you've got stuff to do. That's all sort of implied in in this verse. And, you know, how many of us would still be standing there looking, right? <laughs> Is he coming back? <laughs> you know, whatever that looks like, right? Okay, and then the, the section for today ends with just a little bit of house cleaning or a little bit of narrative um, uh, shoring up here. So the apostles returned to Jerusalem. They were up, you know, on, the, on Mount, Mount of Olives. Uh, and they walked back a Sabbath day walk from the city. I know, because some of us will get distracted with this, a Sabbath day's walk was about three quarters of a mile. Congratulations, now you know what a Sabbath day walk is. And so it wasn't very far. Uh, when they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. Uh, there's some discussion, wouldn't it be cool if that was the same room where they had the Last Supper and they were saying, could be, it's too vague, we don't know, it'd be a great little sort of bookend or whatever. Where they were all, it was a, uh, 